0: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding and check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the podcast,
1: A Real Man Would with Chris Liss and Yahoo Sports Dalton Del Don. What's going on, Dalton? This is going to be a quick one because... uh, Heather's aunt is here, and she's got to babysit Sasha, and she really wants to go to sleep, and this podcast is interfering with that, so we're going to do this pretty quick.
0: Well, you threw me for a loop not only two days earlier than usual, but you kept changing the time, so I'm I'm okay, too. I'm tired. I just got back from a trip with with Brad Evans for a couple Facebook Live shots talking about the... uh, national draft day for for yahoo so i I actually didn't actually get home until like 2 a.m last night
1: was was brad evans making you drink or were you making him drink
0: well it was two it was two days between
1: you and brad evans
0: i I had to drive home from a sacrament airport i'm not saying that the the first night was the was the real late one and then to to top it off had didn't get to sleep until the next night that late so that's my complaint
1: between you and brad evans which one of you is the real man and which one is the nutless monkey
0: i think you know the answer to that well
1: and which is
0: obviously me come on come on okay all right all right
1: he uh, in in his
0: defense he did uh offer a nice uh really expensive shot at tequila before he went on air the first night so so at his house okay so so he has his own studio by the way which is really pretty nice down in his uh cellar so so what's going on Liz? actually i'll throw some, some things at you right away okay there are two breaking news stories in the sports world big time in the past three hours.
1: Yeah, I know the basketball trade. So sick of basketball, but go ahead.
0: I know. I was gonna say, can you name the other?
1: The other? Oh yeah, uh, John Jones got uh, go. busted yeah, for steroids.
0: Yeah, you realize this is like I'm on Twitter, I'm Tyson. I know you don't care about. You don't even like basketball that much, but obviously, a Dreon uh, replaced me last week, and he's he's the best. So you follow it a little. I know you really don't like UFC, but this is like Tyson going to prison for. Twice the amount of time. I mean, he's done in his prime. I mean, this is, this is a really big deal.
1: I guess. But when I mean, you take MMA that seriously, like heavyweight boxing back in the day in Tyson was like a national phenomenon. I mean, he was just you know, maybe the most famous athlete in the world at that time. You know, maybe besides Michael Jordan. And, you know, I mean, MMA really, it's a fringe sport.
0: May, I think you're really underrating it. But I do, I do agree that, that when I heard there's like a few. And
1: John things, Jones. I mean, look, let me ask this. Okay. Lily, do you know who John Jones is?
0: Do I know? No, I'm talking to uh, the best
1: Sasha's cousin here, the she's, she doesn't know. She's a she's Lily's like a 30 year old woman. I hope I didn't advance the age more than she is. Um, and uh, and she's like, you know, no sports. Like follows New York sports, and she doesn't really know who John Jones is. Michelle, do you know who John Jones is? Yeah, no, MMA is fringe. Not John Paul Jones, not the Led Zeppelin bassist. No, um, yeah, they don't, they don't. You know, it's like he's not. I mean, yeah, it's a big deal for MMA. I told you, MMA is weak.
0: Do you understand? He's the best ever. I've heard. I've heard it. Okay. I mean, the only loss he has is like he was doing ninety degrees. What about Conor
1: McGregor? He, he's not. Just- He's better than. Con- I mean, I know it's a different weight class, but like he's bigger for his weight class than McGregor is for his.
0: Yeah, he's the best ever. He the only yeah. loss was like doing ninety degree angle elbows, like which means like he was killing the guy, and, and it was just a disqualification. He, he was he
1: was literally killing the guy. Yeah, b- b-
0: pretty much <laughs> he was destroying him. And even like Cormier, who's like a really smart fighter, the guy who just who was just stripped the title, who lost second time. Was like, I don't like him as a person, but he's by far the best ever in the sport. So. Anyway, I understand that you think it's fringe. They make some money, and uh, what do you? If you think it's fringe, uh, half of this fight class. Uh, have you heard about this fight Saturday night?
1: What you mean, uh, Floyd versus oh, Conor McGregor? They
0: make the most money ever. So I mean, you can. I mean, MMA fringe, but uh, I don't know. It's it, it, quite a few people follow it.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's quite Ali Fraser. You know what I mean? Like, I just—it's just not that. This is like a. This is a spectacle. This is like you know what? This is like. This is like. Thunder Lips versus Rocky in Rocky 3. Do you know Rocky 3? When Hulk Hogan fought Rocky?
0: Right, right, right. Yes, yes.
1: That's what this is. It's a, it's a gimmick. It's just a, it's just a spectacle. It's not a real fight.
0: Okay, oh, Okay. fine. I mean, I agree with How you. How much money did you bet on Floyd? How much money did you bet on Floyd? I have a lot of money on the under nine and a half rounds. I have a lot of money <laughs> on
1: it. Oh, I thought I thought you bet money on uh, laying money on Floyd at six to one.
0: That, I, I like the juice at minus 160 at under nine and a half rounds better.
1: Oh. Okay. You're going to be very disappointed when it goes I know, 12 rounds. I know, it's I'm already... going to be just like the Marquez fight where Marquez doesn't lay a glove on Float the entire fight, but nobody gets hurt.
0: I know. I'm already worried about it, but I just can't see – I just really hope McGregor is aggressive. It's Let's just say it's event. by far that was the stupid amount event. I've ever bet on, on, on a sporting event. By far.
1: This will be a, a long – adding to the long list – of massive losses that you've had on this podcast well,
0: thankfully you will help pay for it uh with the with the i'll
1: pay for 400 of it i'll family. be paying for 400 yeah. of it right right yeah. 400 of it because you're going to lose that darvish kluber bet i'm pretty sure yeah are you are we on delay are you we kind of like get, are you am i delayed we're kind of talking over each other because there's a delay is there not
0: i hear you fine like normal all
1: right, all right. I, th- I think you're a little slow
0: well <laughs> that's in general right
1: Right, I think it's a combination between the sign firing slowly and then the delay in the internet. Anyway, we'll keep it going. It's not that bad. All right. well, I'm really it's very, a
0: speaking of being slow and very, very sad uh, is uh, your boy and my boy, Odell Beckham. Man, I was gone, like I said, out of town, and all I like, got, kept getting with these text messages, and obviously I spent the most money on him in the Stopa League. What are your thoughts on, on him? Where, would you change your draft rankings? Uh, what do you think?
1: No, no, he's fine. I, I I read the local news sources and stuff. He thought, it, you know, he was worried he got, when it happened. He got better really quick, sprained his ankle. I don't think it's a high ankle sprain. I mean, you've rolled your ankle playing basketball, and it like really hurts for a second, and you kind of walk it off. He jogged off the field. He wasn't even put in a boot. He was in a wrap. They'll ice it. It'll be a little swollen. They'll probably hold him out of the rest of the preseason. He'll be fine. I'm not. I'm not – Concerned. It's
0: funny they said ankle because I swear that looked like I was worried more about his knee. But yeah, okay, all right. I'm not. I'm not super worried either. Right? Where they also tested him for. I wouldn't concussion. sweat it. Concussion. Okay, all right. Okay. What about one of yeah. our guys, John Brown? What are you doing with his ranking? I know.
1: Well, I. I look. I, I actually really want to get more shares. Although I only have one more draft, which is the Evans huevos, which you're in also. Uh-huh. Here's here's the thing. I have so many shares anyway. There's really no point in forcing it, but. You know, I liked him for many reasons. I thought, you know, if he's the guy from 2015, now that he's healthy, offense is his. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald's basically a glorified tight end, and they need someone to stretch the field. They throw deep. He's got, you know, 4'3 something speed. And they were comparing him to Marvin Harrison and T.Y. Hilton two years ago. So now he gets this sickle cell thing. He gets the cyst drained from his spine. He feels like a million bucks again. He's doing well. And then he gets this quad injury. Big deal. Half the league has some sort of soft tissue injury in, in training camp. And you're like, all right, fine. He has a quad injury. Everyone's like, oh, this is why you got to back off him. He's got this quad injury. And I'm thinking, that's stupid. You know, what, what, what does this have to do with anything with his sickle cell issue? And now I'm reading things like, oh, he's slow to heal because of the sickle cell issue. That's why he's well, still not over Bruce it. Aaron and I Bruce
0: Aaron's coming out and saying that. I mean, his coach is saying that.
1: Yeah, Bruce Aaron's just being a baby. He's like whining about his receiver core. It's like, look, the dude has a quad problem. Like, let it heal or just cut him if you don't want him. I mean, but just don't whine about it. What, you have a receiver that's injured in camp? Big deal. You know, but he's being a baby and he's acting like, oh, we don't have anybody good. Here's what I would say. I, I, on the show, I was was making the same rant and some uh, listeners said, no, the reason why the sickle cell affects the healing time is because it reduces the amount of red blood cells that get to the area. And so your healing is not as efficient. And that's totally possible and plausible. And I'm sure that has a basis biologically. But, you know, he, he never had these problems two, three years ago. So the question is, like, how active is this? You know, is this a thing that is affecting him all the time? Does it come and go? He seems to have his energy back, so that part of it's okay. So I don't really know. Maybe he just has a quad injury, and he and everybody else are just worried that it's taking a little while, like many soft tissue injuries do, regardless of whether people have sickle cell issues. And when it gets better, he'll be better. Or maybe his career's over because he just can't no, heal he from say, a minor quad injury. It's one <laughs> or the other. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. But I just think that you know everyone's jumping to conclusions, and I, I overdrafted him based on this new situation. But I think if he falls like the tenth or eleventh round, then it's like okay. I'll just drop him if the case is that he really can't heal, and if it's just it's a normal lingering quad injury, and he's fine, like he seemed all year, uh, all you know since he got the cyst removed, then then he'll be a huge steal.
0: Right. Well, it's funny. Two months ago, the guys that I was the highest on in the industry were Brown and Lee. <laughs> they both have certainly well, been. Gillisley. Uh, that was dumb. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, yes, certainly looks not. That
1: was great. it. That was idiotic. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, yeah. That
1: was if, really if you were stupid.
0: Birkhead higher. Who would you take?
1: I mean, neither. I don't want to take one higher. I mean, you know, by the way, Gillisley's back in practice now. But I wouldn't take either one high because you just don't know. I mean, you could no, draft Gillisley in the fourth round. Take, you,
0: who would you take first?
1: Straight up? Yes. Probably Gillisley, straight up, okay. Okay. you know. Still, okay. But, right. I mean, it would be like 10th round.
0: Right, right. No, I know. I, I, it doesn't look good there. Uh, and Brown, I, I still have some confidence. Right. I'm with you. It's one or the other, though. He might just be done. <laughs> he just might be cut and, like, out of the league. Um, okay, so I know this is a very, very tired subject, but how insane is it that Colin Kaepernick is still not on a team?
1: It's really insane. I mean, you see Marshawn Lynch kneeling in the, yes. the anthem, you see Michael yes. Bennett, you see like you see like the white guys putting their arm around the other guy, yes. you know, that's that's kneeling there. I mean, the people know. People know this is a real thing. You know, people know there's cops shooting black people who are unarmed, and it's like a big problem. And for an athlete to speak up about it or make a protest that's not advocating violence, advocating anything except, hey, let's bring attention to this, it's obvious, right? But the thing is the NFL has dug in on this, right? They, they, don't, want, they don't want Kaepernick to come back with no consequences and open the door to, to everybody just doing it. But it may be happening anyway. People may just be doing it anyway. And the NFL just needs to realize, look, their players are not, they're not robots, right? They're human beings. They're capable of independent thought as much as the NFL doesn't like that. And hopefully this everybody doing it will just make the NFL realize, all right, well, there's no point in punishing Kaepernick anymore because you know, it's not affecting anything. The only reason why I think they're still punishing him is because he's the one that started it. So they're stuck with all these other guys who are already signed doing it, but they want to still send the message, hey, if you're starting something new, some sort of right. conscious awareness or new protest, trust me, there's going to be hell to pay. You're going to lose your livelihood. And, and maybe we'll have to live with this kneeling during the anthem because the cat's out of the bag. But whatever the next thing is, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're going to discourage that.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I actually, uh, again, I think it's obviously talked about a bit, but in a way also underrated. I mean, it's just absurd that if if, if people really don't think I, he's one of the 64 best quarterbacks in are, the NFL. It's just, it's, it's are, are you going to bid on him in Stopa? I should, huh? I really should. Yeah, two quarterback league. I, I don't, well, no, no, no. You know why? I, I actually don't think he's going to get a job. I, uh, I actually think I, he, I'm
1: going to. I'll put a small bid on him.
0: Okay. I'm gonna put a small bid in. Right. I, I think. The, I think. I think you're faking me. I don't. I. I you, you, you. A real man would put a, a small bid on him, but I don't think you will. A real
1: man puts a large
0: bid. Yeah, a real man does. By the way, let me circle back. We we went over the. I talked about the obviously the bones thing, but what did you think of the NBA trade, Kyrie? Ah,
1: i Don't don't make me talk about it. It's so all over Twitter. I've got nothing original. Does say. It change
0: about it. the the favorite? I mean, it's pretty cool that the top two seeds, you know, in the yeah. in the conference, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, but it's just everyone has their. Uh, obviously, everyone says Cleveland won. They basically said the odds of winning stayed the same, but uh, Cleveland got the draft pick.
0: Okay, makes sense. Fair enough. That, that's that's fine. <laughs> and
1: I'm, and that's, I'll stick with that. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not really like I don't have anything. Else, I have nothing insightful to say. And it's like so many places to get that info. Like get that analysis.
0: Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. I'm sure Dre has something to say that's probably more insightful.
0: Well, that goes without saying, but um, the, uh, so the, another real man would is you actually responded to me uh, admittedly in an email and we're going to do the super contest again this year. Yes.
1: Yeah, of course. I, I need, you know, I have money to light them fire, you know, I, it's more 50 bucks. What do I need that for? So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to do it. I, I, just, I just feel like until we win something, I think we have to keep doing it. Like even if we have to win the whole thing, cause that's going to take a while, but like just, we got to win something and we'll keep doing it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll we'll obviously talk a lot about that during the NF season, but that'll be us picking our top five against the spread picks per week with a lot of money on the line, more than a million dollars, and that'll be fun again. So, uh, what else to have for you? Okay. Well, I brought up your snarky column. Uh, you have to promote that a little. I mean, that's one of your. Uh, I mean, one of your least worst columns. Well, thanks. What do you got? What do you got to say about it? It's it's decent. I mean, it was it was passable. Uh, what do you have to say about it? I will say this. Well, every year I write. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! I'll say this: you just robbed me of my deceptive speed joke. That's fine. It's okay. You can take credit for it.
1: I've robbed that from you for like five years. That I've done it. Yeah. Every year I write this column, and it's the hardest column to write because you're basically making jokes for 150 players, and you're subject to like what they've done in the off season. You know what crimes they've committed, weird things about their name or their history or their team or whatever. And you know, for maybe 50 to 70 of them, they roll right off the tongue. Like there's something ridiculous about them um, that's obvious. You know, a guy. Who smokes weed or something like that? there's easy to make a joke about. But then there's just some like generic guys who haven't been criminals or anything, and you've got to make up something. And I take I spend a long time on it. And every year I read the jokes and I'm like, eh, these aren't that good. This is the year that it's kind of lame. And I'm always a little nervous to publish it because it's like I don't want to publish something that's just kind of lame, just goofing but not really funny. Right. And I'm always nervous, but every year like the feedback is good. Like I'm really like genuinely. Uh, surprised and happy that people think it's funny. I, I, honestly, like I, some of the years, there's a few that I think are hilarious that people don't always agree are the funny ones. But every year, you know, this year I was like, eh, it's just okay. But people seem to like it. So I, I was happy about that.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like, you have to do your top 150. So if you, you're you like, oh, I think these are funny, but you, you can't skip them. So, so I understand what you're saying. Like it's your force to, to all through that 150. But uh, yeah, no, it's a very entertaining column and I recommend everyone read it. All right, appreciate it. So what's up with you? Saturday is going to be a good sports day. I'm going to New York. Um, Your brother lives there, right?
1: Wait, wait. I'm in New York right now. What are you you doing in New York on Saturday?
0: National draft day. I'll be there from Friday through Monday. Uh, I'm actually out of town Friday, Saturday, Sunday,
1: but I'll be here Monday. (laughs) You leaving Monday on a plane?
0: Monday morning, yeah. So, all right. Of course, of course. Really?
1: Uh, But I'm in New York now for 10 days. We just got in last night. And I'm here seeing family, and then we're going back to Lisbon on the September 1st, but I'm in New York. Monday breakfast, maybe. Uh, yeah, before the show. I'm actually doing the show at uh, at noon, but if you want to go at like 10 a.m. breakfast, yeah, I, I'll... Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's plan on it. Yep. Let's do it.
0: So, so what's up with you otherwise? What's up?
1: I mean, dude, I just packed up my entire life, my entire house. <laughs> you know, Heather... Listen, so... Heather and I, like Heather always overpacks, right? So I'm like, all right, let's ship some boxes. Let's see how much if we can find an affordable shipping thing. So it's like $129 for a 50 pound box. It's not too bad. So we get two of those and we ship all sorts of stuff we wanna ship, okay? We store a lot of stuff at like you know Heather's mom's house and our neighbor's house and we pack up everything. And, and we start, you know, walking out the door, of course, Heather's got a, a bag that's way overweight that she has to pay 150 bucks for, like eight carry-on bags that they're telling her she can't put on the plane. I have like one little suitcase and a little carry on that I one one check back one small carry on. And I'm like, how do you have all this stuff? That's the whole reason we ship the stuff was so that we wouldn't have all this stuff. And we left like tons of stuff in Portugal, like all our winter stuff we left there over the summer. So and obviously, there's no point in bringing winter stuff back for the summer. And yet somehow she has the maximum it's possible for a human being. And that's two human beings because I'm included to carry, even though we ship stuff. Like, had we shipped nothing, she'd have exactly the same amount of stuff that she has now. You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, when you have to schlep to the airport and then you, you're stopping somewhere, like New York, and you get all your bags out and back into the city and then back on the airport, you know, it's a real hellish thing. So you've got to be able to consolidate. You've got to have some efficiency when you're packing.
0: You know, uh, you're, you're, you're actually talking to the wrong person, and I'll admit it. Uh, so I, I just told you I wouldn't stay at, uh, well, w- n- not at his house, but... Hung out with Brad Evans in Denver uh, for one night Sunday, yeah. and I checked a bag. One night. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: That's bad. But I'm telling you, that's when you're doing an international movement. move,
0: that's bad, right? I have a backpack with me, carry on, and yet I still checked a bag because I don't know, like any contact solution and, and all the liquid stuff, I just don't want to deal with.
1: Yeah. I don't know what liquid stuff you're talking about. Liquid, what, you have like a, your, your bottle of liquid LSD that you need to take every day?
0: Well, that too, that too, but I like I said, contact solution, you know, I don't have a small toothpaste and, and, and you know, whatever, that that stuff.
1: Suit yourself, man, I, I, I just really feel like when you're traveling internationally and you've got a kid and you've got all these bags, like you wanna go light, throw it all the winter stuff, we sh- ship stuff, I thought, okay, we're gonna do it, we're gonna go nice and light, bag on the shoulder, a bag to check, we're good. But no, it's like 600 bags, baggage cart, by the way, they charge you for the fucking baggage cart in, uh, in the US. Like in Portugal, you just get a baggage cart. Like why are they making money off a baggage cart? That's just something that should be standard in the airport for people who have lots of bags. Like why, why do you have to make a profit off a baggage cart, the airport?
0: No, for sure, I mean, you, you, you wrote the great column too just saying how much uh, more efficient than the, the airport should be. It's, it's literally something that has not evolved in 45 years. It's, it's absurd.
1: Well, what they've done, the innovation they've made is what they're doing with the rest of society, which is basically TSA Pre, which is now getting crowded. It was great in the beginning when, you know, nobody did it and you just walk right through. Now, there's a line for that, too. But basically their solution to everything is, okay. things are really bad. Let's just make a premium area for the richer people and it won't be as bad for them. And they're the ones who, when they bitch, they actually have some some clout and some power. So they'll stop bitching as much and then we can just keep it even more hellish for everybody else. Because the same amount of resources, just now it's like unevenly divided. There to be two two lines for 10% of the people on TSA Pre and four lines for the 90% of the people uh, who don't have it. Instead of six lines for the 100% of people, right? So the the rich have it okay, and I look, I paid for that. Oh, I, I'm I'm going there. You're it's, the it's, one. It's, you're I'm,
0: you're you're one on the left, right? You are one that are going there.
1: Oh, I I paid for it. It's the best hundred bucks I ever spent. Right. But it is not a solution to the problem of air travel. It is simply. A solution to the political problem of people bitching about air travel, right? Because the people who have the clout and the money now—it's—it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as it was, right? And the people who are really in hell and even worse—they don't have any clout.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 uh, it's crazy. I, I dealt with some people jumping in front of me in line, and and it's just. You just have to be calm and patient. The the worst feeling is being late for a we
1: flight. We were yesterday. No it was what, it was hell. I, I just I was so pissed. Like, like was so they, they basically our flight was delayed three times and they texted us to say, you know, it's it's two thirty, it's three thirty, it's three fifty, and then we're on the way to the airport and they text me it's three twenty seven. It got bumped up twenty three minutes. Well, that's fine if you're at the airport. It's not fine if you timed your trip to the airport to price yes. in the delay that's that they crazy. sent me a text for. Yeah, that's... that's so crazy. I'm like, what the... F-? You know, so now we're like scrambling and there's all this traffic right around the airport and there's not enough people and these Europeans ahead of us were taking like an hour at the desk. I was like, dude, just check in. Just go. It was really crazy. And we we, we made it and it was hell, but it's like never go in the other direction. You know, Like once you say it's delayed, people oh, are going to rely on that. And they're like, well, well, oh, you, you still got to go to the airport. You can't use the delay to, to delay your... You can't... And I'm like, what? Like, wh- you, you I'm... If I could delay like eight hours, I'm supposed to go to the airport just in case it might be forwarded back up. No, of no course. way. No, that's like that's crazy. just not a. Yes,
0: that's crazy. Yes,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just it's bad. The policies are, are ridiculous.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I mean, flying <laughs> is tough. No, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, maybe I'll see you in New York. That'll be interesting. That'd be fun. Let's get some breakfast. Yeah, let's hang out in New York. Cool.
1: Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. All right. You got anything big like football substantive for me?
0: No, not really. Uh, that was it. The main things. Uh, I, I actually want to uh, next week. Yeah, um,
1: hold on. Say hi to Tom, Hold on one sec.
0: Water. Water.
1: All right. So we got uh, yeah we got a comedian in the family. I just, just say hi. It'd be nice. I, I'm not I'm not trying to. Hi. Hello. All
0: right, that's Sasha. Hi Sasha. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Water. I don't know if this is going into the final uh oh, final edition, but I was was gonna we'll see.
0: Next week, i what, yeah. what I'll do is I I'm thinking I know you don't like the uh, normal type formats, but I kind of want to go over some over unders next week.
1: Some water,
0: that too, yes. <laughs> All right, that's getting that, that. may stand. I have to think about
1: it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there's been nothing going on in the precinct. No one got hurt. I mean, who's hurt? It's like Tannehill and Quincy and Unwa. I mean, there's no real injuries. There's nothing going on. Luck is an ongoing injury, but like, yep. there's no news. It's just noise. Everything's noise. I, I'm really like my Twitter's it's like. Who gives a shit? I mean, it's a preseason drive for Marcus Mariota. He's in his third year in the league. What do you care how he yeah. does on his
0: drive? No, totally agree. Yeah, I mean, as, no, as long as Beckham's healthy, then we're good to go. Uh, but like I said, let's talk some over-unders and, like, Super Bowl odds and stuff like that. Sounds
1: time. good, man. We'll see if this is salvageable because the uh, connection was garbage, right? And uh, so was the content.
0: Well, and so, well, so, so was the company. On you, as usual. Okay, man. All right, later, Liz. Okay.